This is New Bedford's News Talk Station, the place where the South Coast comes to talk about all the hottest issues locally and beyond. This is WBSM. Call in to have your voice heard at 508-996-0500 or open up the WBSM app and hit app chat to text us or open line to leave us a voicemail. Let's hear it, South Coast. And good morning. Happy Thursday to you. Happy June to you. Welcome into the sixth month of the year and happy Pride Month as well. Of course, we have to start off the day with a little bit of sad news. You heard Skyler give you the forecast for this weekend. It's not going to be good on Saturday. And as a result, the country music festa that was planned for Saturday has been canceled. We have all the details up at WBSM.com and on the app. But Club Metalrunz has uh, decided not to go forward with the country music festa because it's going to be cold. It's going to be torrential downpours. And it's just not going to be a good day to be outside. So unfortunately, they had to cancel the, the country music festa. But that's all right. You can still celebrate by playing some country music for yourself all day long and still making a donation to the club and their scholarship fund because that's what the event was going for. Uh, it would help raise money. They gave $40,000, over $40,000 in scholarships last year to local students. And that's what's so great about the events that they put on is that after they you know cover their costs of everything, they're putting this money directly into local students and helping them further their education. So play a little country music for yourself. Make a donation to the club. Maybe save up and you know spend a little extra time at the Feast of the Blessed Sacrament in the summer so that you can help with those, the scholarship fundraisers. But, I, you know, it's funny to me because I'm not a fan of country music. I like some of the Americana and roots music that's associated with country music. So stuff that's, you know, older than, say the 1960s, 1970s. I don't, I'm not well versed in it, but I, I don't dislike it. What I don't really like so much is the pop country stuff that you have today. And I think there are a lot of country music fans that are fans of the pop country stuff that don't like the deeper, older stuff. And I think there are people that like the deeper, older stuff that don't like the new stuff. And then there's some people that love it all. To me, I just never got it. It, it, it comes across to me as simple and maybe it's just because I haven't listened to enough of it and it comes across to me as um, pandering to the masses. Like I, I don't find a lot of individuality. It, you could play me one person and I'm like, okay, that's this person or that person. Like they all sound the same to me. Now there are a few who kind of go outside that box so for sure, I'm not saying that everybody gets lumped into that, but that's just how it's been for me, especially since, you know, I think I, as a kid, I grew up with my grandmother listening to things like Willie Nelson and uh, Kenny Rogers, Dolly Parton, you know, things of that nature. Not the real deeper stuff of the time, but she had, you know, some old records, some old Johnny Cash, Marty Robbins, things like that. And... I think like I got too much associated with what came out in the 90s as being 
country. So the Billy Ray Cyrus and Vince Black and all that. Clint Black, sorry. And then there's a, there's a Vince something or other. But all, anyway, all of those acts that came out in the 90s and, of course, Garth Brooks, who was huge. And to me, that's kind of what has defined country for the last couple of decades. But again, I don't listen to it that much, so I might not be that knowledgeable in discussing it. But it doesn't matter what I think because people love it. It is hugely popular. And it's even hugely popular in this area, which there isn't a lot fostering that. There's a, you know, there's a couple of country music stations in the area. But it's not like there's a whole bunch of country music clubs. There's clubs that will have country music nights. There's clubs that will have line dancing nights. When, um, when I was working as a reporter for the Standard Times on a regular basis, you know, when I was covering not just sports, but getting out there and doing arts and entertainment stories as well, I was a big fan of Zydeco music. Because I used to listen to this, this show that was on the public radio called American Roots. And it was R-O-U-T-E-S, I believe, was the, the way they spelled it for the name of the show. But the idea is that it was about roots music in America, but it would take you on like a different journey to different areas of, of, uh, of the country and the music that they played. And I used to listen to that. I would leave here from doing the locker room on a Monday night, and I would be driving home, and I would turn that on. And it started, you know, I think we got done on the air at 7 o'clock and this started at 7 o'clock. So I'd probably turn it on like 7.05 and I would get to my driveway 20 minutes later and just sit in my driveway and listen to the rest of the episode because they were always so fascinating. So I find it kind of fell into Zydeco music from some of the episodes they had there. And then I got the chance to write about a local band that would go out and perform Zydeco and other, you know, roots music. Uh, it was called Magnolia was the name of the band. And I was assigned to write a feature story about them and about these like country nights that they did with different types of dancing. And so I wrote the story. Uh, thankfully, nobody made me dance for the story. But I went there and covered it and I, the place was packed. And I found out that there's this whole like subculture in the area of people who are hardcore, you know, country music fans, but also dancers that they're going out and doing the line dancing and some of the different types of dance that's associated with the, the roots music. And it was just, to me, it was fascinating because I never knew that all of that existed in this region. We, we used to joke when I worked at, at, at the diner, we would joke that there were all these people that came in that were from the South. You know, they liked country music. They all had... They all had a, a southern accent. You know, they'd have a rebel flag hanging up in their car or whatever. And it's like, you're not from the south. You're from South Wareham. But people kind of took on that persona. So there's, there's a, lot of, um, a lot of fandom for it. So I just saw some people commenting. Naturally, people have to have negative things to say about everything. And so I saw some folks commenting when the, the country music festival was canceled. We put the story up. People are saying, well, it's canceled because nobody wanted to go. I don't think that's the case at all. First of all, it's canceled because just look at the weather report. You can't have an outside event with the weather that we're going to be getting on Saturday. 
but you can see the response from a lot of the, the folks who were sharing this around and, and commenting underneath it and lamenting that it's not happening. They would have had no problem filling up the feast grounds. I mean, was it going to be the feast of the Blessed Sacrament type level? No. But you were going to have a lot of folks that were going to get out and enjoy country music and, and raise money for the scholarships. So don't, don't underestimate the country music crowd here on the South Coast. So that's some unfortunate news that we have to share with you. Uh, also, I'll give you a bear update, even though the bear is pretty much moving out of the area. The bear update is that the bear was spotted in Lakeville yesterday. Lakeville police posted about it. Howland Road, I believe it was in Lakeville. We have it up on our bear tracker map. But the Boston Globe did a story. And it was a young woman who wrote the article. I can't remember her name. But she was going into a lot of the town Facebook groups and looking for anybody that had posted photos or posted that they'd had encounters with the bear. And she was interviewing all of them. And she put together a nice piece that you can read at, at bostonglobe.com. And in that piece, she did cite WBSM and the fact that we've been tracking this bear and, and the fact that we've been reporting on this bear regularly. So thank you to her for including us in that. But that's here's a story that there's people that live out in Western Mass, the Berkshires, who are going to read this story in the Boston Globe and <laughs> look at us and be like, Look at those South Coast people getting all worked up about a bear. <laughs> I get, I have a bear in my yard every day. I don't need to get excited about a bear. But I think that that's, you know, why they want to write the story about it is because of the way that people have reacted to the novelty of it. The one thing that I, I don't like that's being characterized about us here on the South Coast about it is people are saying that uh, you, you read about it in the article here and... and um, and Dave Waddles was a little bit concerned about it when he when he joined us on the phone on Tuesday. I don't think people are reacting in the way that they shouldn't to this bear. I don't think people are running out there trying to chase it down. I have noticed that the law enforcement who have posted about it have started to be less and less descriptive about where it is exactly. And that's probably more just from they heard others doing it and said, yeah, that's a good idea. We really shouldn't give the exact location. I don't think that there's been people that we have to chastise who have heard about where the bear is and have run out and tried to, you know, track down the bear and, and get close to the bear. I think people have just wanted to know where it was for the novelty of knowing where it was. People who live in the areas where it is want to be able to look on their, you know, their ring cameras and see if they see it. I don't think there's like a group of bear fans that are traveling around the South Coast every time there's a bear sighting and saying, all right, we got to get really close to this thing. It's my goal to pat the bear on the top of the head. I don't think that that's happening. So I do take a little bit of an exception with anything that characterizes the people of the South Coast that way. It's like, you know, we're, we're losing our minds about the bear and we don't know how to, how to handle it. No, we're treating the bear's appearance here as something to, to, to have a little fun with. Something to get excited about. You know, when, 
when the tall ships come and there's a tall ship in the harbor, people run out and go look at that and take photos. And but they don't uh, they don't assume they can just climb aboard. And I think we feel the same way with the bear. We just want to be able to know and appreciate from a distance. And uh, nobody's going to get right up to it and, and try to take it home. You don't want them to go to your house anyway, unless you have a big blue house. You don't want the bear inside. Some of you who are a little bit younger than me might get that. 508-996-0500. That's the number to call in and take part in the discussion this morning. We also have app chat open on the WBSM app. If you want to be able to send in your messages via text, you can do that. You can also record your thoughts and send them to us via the open line voicemail option. And um, then we can play it on the air once I get a chance to, to preview it. And one of the things that I do want to talk about too today, and you heard Kate talk about it in the news, is the story of this teacher at Durfee High School. And Paul Corey is his name. He's a culinary arts teacher. He oversees the Granite Grill restaurant. And, uh, and he's been charged with indecent assault and battery on a person over 14. And he has pleaded not guilty. But the young woman who accused him of inappropriate touching said that it happened multiple times and, and not just to her. And it, this, this is a different situation because this is a teacher in a school-run restaurant. But I think a lot of women who have worked in restaurants will tell you that this happens, you know, more often than not. I've worked in restaurants and I've seen it firsthand. The old, oh, I'm sorry, I was just trying to get by while you were at the register. Trick. And you can read about that at WBSM.com, but we'll talk more about it right now, though. I have to take a break. We will do that. 508-996-0500. We'll be right back. That's, uh, that's Sparks featuring Jane Wheedland of the Go-Go's with Cool Places. And uh, probably one of the only few Sparks songs you might have heard in your life. And that's a, that's a very big maybe. Because even that song's pretty obscure. But uh, again, I, I suggest that you check out their music if you haven't already. And check out some Cool Places. I want to go to Cool Places with you. Where are some of the cool places that you can go to? Well, check out SeizeTheDeal.com because we have a lot of cool places and we have half off those deals. And if you don't make it your homepage and you don't go there first thing every morning, you might miss out on some deals such as the deal for Home Plate Bay Street Grill in Taunton. That deal is sold out. So you you miss that if you didn't have that set as your homepage. But uh, there's also uh, a number of other great deals that are available right now, including $50 to Uptown Food and Spirits for $25. You can get $25 to Newport Creamery for just 
$50 to Mimi's Kitchen for $25. $50 to Taqueria La Raza for $25. Uh, and more. Yaz Chicken, Peyton's, Buddies and Brother, Mr. Chicken, Sid's Grab and Go, Bridgeview Grill. Those are just some of the ones that are on sale now. And coming soon, we have some great deals like $20 to Panchero's Mexican Grill for $10. We have $50 to the Blue Point Restaurant and a cushion for $25. And we have available soon one round of golf at Allendale Country Club for just $27.50. So some real good deals there. Half price deals all around. You could have yourself, you, you, you know, you can go there and you can buy, although you are limited in how many you can buy to each deal. You're limited to two per, per deal. You can buy as many deals as you want. So why not go and make yourself a, a nice day where you can go out and have some lunch? Maybe you're going to get some lunch at Panchero's or at Uptown Food and Spirits or Newport Creamery or one of those other great places. Then you're going to go play a round of golf at Allendale Country Club. And then you're going to go out for some dinner at the Blue Point afterwards. You can plan yourself a really great day at half price. When you use SeizeTheDeal.com. So again, make it your homepage. And if you ever go to SeizeTheDeal.com, because sometimes your computer is a little bit weird. Sometimes your computer thinks that you're somewhere that you're not. IP addresses are funny things. So it might say that you are, I don't know, in, you know, Abilene, Texas or Albuquerque, New Mexico. And when you go to SeizeTheDeal.com, it might bring you to a deal for a different market, a different location. Easy to do. You just go up there into the upper left corner and you change it to New Bedford and you'll get all of the super deals that we have for you at SeizeTheDeal.com and we will always keep putting up new deals there for you to check out. That's why I say make it your homepage. Make it the first page that you visit every morning, even before you go to WBSM.com and start reading all of our great content. Get yourself those great deals first because we love saving you money. All right, well, we're going to be going into the newsroom in just a moment with Kate Robinson. We'll get all the headlines that are happening around the world, and uh, we can talk more about that with you. Also, we will have the phone lines open throughout the morning at 508-996-0500, and the app chat will be open as well, as well as open lines. So uh, if you are not listening on the app, what are you, what are you waiting for? Download it. Get it. It's brought to you by our friends at South Coast Towing, and it's got a lot of great features. So uh, let's go now into the newsroom with Kate Robinson. President Biden says the House took a critical step forward Wednesday to prevent a default. In a statement following the chamber's vote to pass a debt ceiling bill, Biden called it a, quote, bipartisan compromise. It still needs to pass in the Senate before heading to Biden's desk. Former Vice President Pence will announce his 2024 presidential campaign next week. The Hill reports his team is wrapping up plans to launch his campaign for the GOP presidential nomination on June 7th. He'll join a growing field of candidates, including his former President Trump and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Amazon's video doorbell division Ring is agreeing to pay a fine for mishandling customers' videos. The tech giant reached a settlement with the Federal Trade Commission that will see it pay nearly $6 million. The FTC said Ring employees and contractors had unrestricted access to customers' sensitive video data for their own purposes. 
The U.S. and Taiwan are signing their first deal under a new trade talks framework. The two governments started their own trade talks last August after the U.S. excluded Taiwan from the larger Indo-Pacific economic framework. Taiwan's Office of Trade Negotiations says the first agreement under the new framework will be signed Thursday morning in Washington. June is Pride Month. Michael Kastner reports. It's a month to celebrate the LGBTQ plus community and to honor their effort for equal rights. The first Pride marches were organized in 1970, a year after the Stonewall riots in New York City. This after a police crackdown on a gay bar. The idea spread as the years went on, and today there are celebrations in major urban areas around the world. I'm Michael Kastner. Disney has met its goal of laying off 7,000 employees. Variety is reporting that notices to employees impacted during the third round of cuts were sent out last Friday. The layoffs focus mostly on the media divisions, while the parks themselves remain untouched for the most part. Some lawmakers in Chicago are reluctantly signing off on funding to address the migrant influx. Alderwoman Jeanette Taylor got emotional during yesterday's city council meeting, noting funding is also needed for black communities. And I'm conflicted because in my heart, I know what's right. I know it's right to want to help other people because as black people, that's what we do. But when the hell are y'all going to help us? A divided council ended up approving $51 million in financial aid for migrants in Chicago. Actor Danny Masterson is guilty of raping two women and could get 30 years in prison when sentenced. On Wednesday, a Los Angeles jury convicted him of forcible rape in the case of two women. The jury said it was deadlocked on a charge related to a third accuser. Masterson, who had been free on bail, was led away in handcuffs. An Indy 500 fan is getting a new vehicle after a flying tire landed on her car. A spokesperson for the Indianapolis Motor Speedway said there was a crash towards the end of Sunday's race when Felix Rosenquist and Kyle Kirkwood collided in turn two, sending Kirkwood's left rear tire flying over the grandstand. Speedway owner Penske Entertainment says it will provide the owner with a new car. In sports, the Red Sox lost their second game in a row to the Cincinnati Reds last night, 5-4. Boston's losing streak is now up to three. Next game tonight at 7-10. Now for a look at your local forecast from ABC6. Jump on this roller coaster ride because we're going to be experiencing some summer-like temperatures today and tomorrow with highs into those 80s. Overnight tonight, we're going to be comfortable with lows in the 50s. But by the weekend, cold front moves through. That's going to drop our temperatures down some 20 and 30 degrees, bringing some heavier northeast winds, cooler air, and some scattered showers to the area. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spendler on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. At the moment, it is 57 degrees and partly sunny. I'm Kate Robinson for WBSM News. Stay up to date with WBSM, New Bedford's news talk station, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Stream WBSM live crystal clear with one touch. The WBSM app. And welcome back in 508-996-0500. For any of you who don't already know who may have compass medical as your medical provider uh they're closed they closed suddenly yesterday they were calling patients but i know somebody who is a patient of compass medical that hadn't heard yesterday 
So I don't think they got to all their patients in the matter of a day. But they announced yesterday that they were closing all of their offices, uh, locations in Braintree, East Bridgewater, Easton, Middleborough, Quincy, and Taunton. Apparently, this was something that they told the employees Wednesday morning that all locations were shutting down at the end of the business day. So these folks didn't even know that they were going to be out of a job. They found out Wednesday morning. Think about, think about that. Imagine if you're just going there for your regular appointment on Wednesday. You have a, I don't know, a physical or a follow-up on something, and you get there, and they, oh, yeah, and by the way, well, I mean, when do you think they told you? They, they tell you right when you walked in the door? Or do they say, okay, you know, go to the uh, checkout desk as you leave. And then you say, okay, when's my next appointment? And they say, oh, no, 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 no. There is no more next appointment. There's, there's no more Compass Medical. We're closing. So the, from, this is the reporting from uh, NBC10 in Boston. They said at the Quincy location, they had a sign that said that they were temporarily closed. But this is what it says on their website. With our deepest and great sadness to inform you of our imminent plan to close our practices, after a steady stream of challenges, we were ultimately forced to make the devastating decision to close all offices of Compass Medical PC effective immediately. There is no good way to share this news. We are heartbroken and truly sorry as we know the unprecedented impact, unprecedented impact on our valued patients. Please be advised that more information will be shared as it becomes available on our website. We'll be adding information about how you can continue your care with your primary care provider as we receive it. Please check this website regularly. So, I mean, just reading that statement, there is no good way to share this news. Well, maybe not like in one day's notice. That's certainly not a good way. Maybe to have uh, spread this announcement out over a couple of days, but um, according to the news reports, uh, because Compass Medical lost a lawsuit to Stewart Medical Group last year and was ordered to pay more than $15 million in damages and building fraud, that may have been the impetus for this closure. But meanwhile, all of the folks who had Compass Medical are now looking for a new place to go. As, as, as the Compass Medical Statement said, they'll let you know where your primary care provider is ending up. But I don't know that it's going to be a, a quick thing. You know, if you're somebody who's seeing a doctor for regular care, you might miss some of those appointments or you might have to make the decision to go find another primary care doctor somewhere else and good luck with that. Good luck with that, especially if you don't have a pressing medical issue. You know, if you just want a routine checkup. Because when I signed up for, you know, I had to get a new doctor. My doctor left the practice. So I had to get a new doctor to, you know, take over for my annual physicals. And I have a few things that I go back for on a semi-regular basis, you know, like, every six or eight months or so. Really, it's just so that I can have them measure my height for me because I'm still hoping I hit one more growth spurt, even though I'm 45. It could happen. Although the, 
the doctor did say, if it did happen, you would be in immense pain and you would not want that to happen. Your body at 45 can't get taller like it can when you're, you know, 15. So really you shouldn't wish for that. And I say, eh, it might be worth enduring the pain to, to get a little taller. But I was just trying to switch with, from one primary care physician to another within my own health system. And it took months and months and months just to get somebody. And they knew that the doctor that I was seeing was leaving. That was, it was planned. It was known for months. But it's just how much people, how much the doctors are backed up right now. So now you've got all of these doctors who are leaving Compass Medical Group that have to go find somewhere else to land, then hope that their patients find them. Uh, they're probably going to land somewhere. You know, do, you, do you think that these other health companies are going to say, sure, Dr. Jones, come on over and um, we'll just wait for your other patients to, to come and join as well. No, they're going to put them in and say, all right, we've got a backlog of people waiting to see somebody. We're going to start filling up your appointment calendar right away. So that's going to keep you from being able to see your doctor even longer when you finally do locate where they've landed. So again, the Compass Medical locations, in case you're not sure if you have Compass Medical, because sometimes people aren't exactly sure. They just know that they go to a doctor. They might not necessarily know who the doctor is affiliated with. But the Compass Medical locations in Braintree, well, all the Compass Medical locations, but that means locations that are in Braintree, East Bridgewater, Easton, Middleborough, Quincy, and Taunton. So if you are a patient of any of those facilities, you're, you're, you're going to be looking for a new, you're either going to be looking to find out where your doctor lands or you're going to be looking for a new doctor. And again, with what, a day's notice, all of the people who work for Compass Medical finding out in the morning, yeah, we're closing at the end of the day. Like, that's it. Once you're through today, best of luck to you. 508-996-0500. We'll be right back. Do it. Welcome back in 508-996-0500. You heard during the, uh, during the commercial break there, the mention of the Bristol County celebration of seniors that is happening June 16th at Whites of Westport. We will be broadcasting there from nine to noon, but, um, the, it's a full day's event. It's a, it's a great day for anyone who is, first of all, for a senior, if you are a senior, it's a great day for you to go out and get a lot of information it's also a great day for anybody who cares for a senior or has a senior in their life because you need to know as well some of the things that are available to seniors, first of all. So you get to learn about all great kinds of resources. Um, I was there last year and I was very impressed with the, not only with the turnout, there were a lot of, lot of people that came out to this, but also with all of the resources that were available. So you have different organizations, you know, things like maybe maybe you need to find out how to get Meals on Wheels. Maybe you need to get Coastline to come and bring you some Meals on Wheels. You can learn about that. Maybe you need a program where somebody comes in and checks on mom or dad now and then. Maybe you need to have a home health care aid 
all these different things that you may need. Also, you learn some information about what are some of the scams that people try to pull on seniors. D.A. Quinn, since he has been in office, has made it a point to do all that he can to protect seniors. He felt that when he came into office that they were a vulnerable vulnerable population that was being targeted by scammers and, and not being treated well by even some of their own family and caretakers. Uh, he's prosecuted a lot of cases of elder abuse. And so he wanted to be able to put together this resource fair to, to help with getting that information out to seniors. And uh, D.A. Quinn and Brian Rose from the D.A.'s office are going to join us next week, uh, next Thursday. They're going to join us in studio to talk a little bit about what you can expect from the celebration of seniors. And they're also going to make sure that they speak with Jim Phillips on Town Square Sunday. They're going to check in with Marcus on, on the, the mid-morning show because Marcus will actually be the one broadcasting there that day. And I believe Chris will be with him. So if you haven't seen Chris McCarthy for a while, that'll be your chance. Chris, of course, did the Bristol County Celebration of Seniors broadcast for a number of years as well. And they will bring in during that broadcast some of the folks who provide services for seniors so that you can learn more about it, even if you can't make it out there. But I would recommend getting out there if you are a senior or you care about a senior. Go out there. First of all, enjoy the free breakfast. They put out a great spread. They have coffee and juice and everything there, so you don't even need to worry about even stopping and getting one on the way. And then they have a, a full slate of guest speakers with very informative information. So if you, ha if you haven't been to it before, but you are a senior or care for a senior, I would recommend making sure you get down there on Friday, June 16th at Whites of Westport. You know, my, my parents are in their mid-60s. And so, it, to me, I think about, they, they, they just don't seem, they seem the same to me as they've always been. They don't, they don't seem older to me. But I sometimes see little glimpses of, of, of things that just show the difference between their generation and mine that I don't even think about until it happens. Like, you know, will they click on an email that asks for credit card information if it looks like it comes from somebody that they do business with. Are they sad? You know, my dad, when I was growing up, was the most tech-savvy person that I knew. He's the person that taught me how to do all kinds of things with electronics. But now you ask him and he's like, I, I don't know anything about any of this. I don't know anything about how this works. Because he feels the technology's passed him by. So I take for granted that he's savvy enough not to click on an email or put in personal information into an email until he's verified that it's definitely from who it says that it's from. But he probably isn't. You know, and I don't think I'm, I'm speaking out of school here to say, you know, there's a number of people in our building that when they get some of those emails, they forward them to me. And they say, is this, is this legit? Is this real? Because we get a lot of fake emails that look like they're company emails that are asking people to put in personal information. That's just one of the types of scams that can prey on seniors. We see the police departments warn us about other ones all the time. Phone calls. And you know how they find out it's not that difficult. 
because there's all of these websites that have personal information posted on them that's gathered from things like the phone book, uh, you know, property records, all these things that are just naturally going to be online that we don't even think about having to protect that information. It builds a profile of a person. And these scammers only need to go and say, okay, show me all the people in this area that are 65 plus. And they get a list of that. And then they can start calling and they say, oh, this, this person's 88 years old. I bet if we call them and tell them that we're from the water department and their water is going to get shut off, they'll give us a credit card number. So it, it's, it's got to be rough to think that you could be the, the target of a scam solely just because you're not savvy enough to know what the scammers do. And that's one of the many great things that they'll teach you at the Bristol County Celebration of Seniors is how to avoid those situations. That's just one of the great things. So hopefully uh, you'll be able to make it out on Friday, June 16th. If not, if you don't get a chance to go, you'll be able to hear a lot about it uh, with Marcus here on WBSM. But try to get out there. All the information is out there on the uh, the, the um, website for the DA's office, and they have a Facebook event, all that stuff. And, of course, we'll be talking more about it and linking to it at WBSM.com uh, in the coming days. So just a, a, a great chance to get out there and, again, have a free breakfast, but also get a lot of great information that can help you out. And, you know, if you ever get stuck in a situation where you're not sure, if you ever get an email and you're not sure, just don't answer it, right? If it's important enough, they'll get back to you. I just paid off my, my car. And I got an email from the RMV saying that there was a problem sending out my title. And I'm waiting for the title to come in the mail and all that stuff. And, you know, I, the, the finance company has my current mailing address. So I, there shouldn't be a problem getting, getting the title mailed to me. So I thought that that was a little bit suspicious. And then I start looking at the email a little bit closer and I'm saying, this doesn't seem right. And then it says, click here to go to this, click here to go to that. And I'm hovering over the links and seeing like what the path is for where they're going and the URL. And I say, eh, this just doesn't feel right. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to go to the RMV and ask them directly. Or, you know, if I have time to spend on hold, give them a call. But I don't think I'm going to enter in all of my information on this web. Even though, even though it doesn't cost anything, they're not looking for a credit card number. They're just looking for me to put in the address that I want to send to. I still feel a little bit iffy about it, especially since there's no reason why it wouldn't have been sent to me. But you, that's what you got to do. You got to stay a step ahead of the scammers. All right. Well, we are going to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. And we're about to go into the news. But before that, we got an app chat message. Now, yesterday we were talking about, you know, Blue Googs uh, in Fairhaven sent in an app chat message with the, the go woke, go broke mantra. And, and I was kind of railing against that. He says, well, I decided to listen to your words of wisdom concerning being woke. I changed my ways and last night went to Target and bought a case of Bud Light. I got to the register and paid the bill. When I got back to my car, I realized I had no money left in my wallet. I guess I went broke, and now I am broke. He went woke, and now he is broke. So, yeah, there, 
<laughs> that'll do it. Although I think that, you know, Bud Light is 